0: You're now listening to Binge brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Lovely to have you here with me today. In today's episode, we'll discuss three crucial components of your food freedom journey. So if right now you struggle with binge eating, overeating, maybe you have some disordered eating behaviors, then definitely this is episode for you. I'm going to discuss the three crucial elements that you need to work on if you would like to uh, have more peaceful relationship with food, because this is exactly what it means for me to have to achieve food freedom. Because I also believe that food freedom may look a little bit different for different people because they might have, you know, different, different goals. But in general, when I, when I say food freedom, I mean just more peaceful relationship with food. When you are not obsessing about food, you do not attach moral value to food or to yourself after eating certain foods. Just you do not overthink your, your food choices and food becomes just food, just fuel for, for your body. So I'm going to talk about three components and uh, I'm going to, I call them free M's. So uh, there will be three words that start with the letter M and it's going to be all about what, why, and how. So let's start with the first M of those three components of Food Freedom Journey. So the first M stands for mindset. Of course, you probably guessed that already. So all behavior is belief-driven. So you may right now hold on to some beliefs or negative thoughts about yourself that unfortunately drive the behavior that you would like to get rid of. So I know that you struggle with those beliefs because I sometimes, you know, have discovery calls with people uh, just like you who struggle and who are interested in my coaching. So what I often hear are words like, you know, I'm broken. Eatings make me, eating makes me feel better. This is my main source of pleasure. This is my main source of entertainment. I've been this way forever. I've been always overweight. Like, you know, people say me, like, Natalia, you don't understand. I've been yo-yo dieting for 30 years. There is probably no hope for me. So this kind of statements are limiting beliefs for me. And we need to reframe them because don't, they are just not useful for you. Like, think about it. Whatever you think you can or think you can't do, you're usually right. (laughs) Because our brain likes to, uh, you know, behave in a way that is aligned with your beliefs. That's why it's really important to work on your mindset if you want to uh, have more peaceful relationship with food. So mindset... What, what exactly is mindset? So mindset would be all of your thoughts, also negative thoughts, uh, beliefs, values, also your identity. Believe it or not, but if you right now you are identifying as a you know food addict or binge eater, it's gonna be a little bit harder for you to let go of those, of those labels. So it's better to you know come back to a behavior instead of calling yourself "I'm a binge eater." Just say that oh i um sometimes i engage in like binge eating activity i think that it's easier to, uh, to you know to deal with with these kind of issues when you stop seeing it as as part of your maybe personality identity i've heard people you know saying that they they believe that they are greedy with food uh so yeah i really don't <laughs> i i don't enjoy hearing such 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 things and I really think that, that that those kind of beliefs, they really need to be reframed because you don't want to uh, call yourself these horrible names. You want to be really in love with, with yourself. <laughs> you know, you are the only person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And it would be nice if in your head you would have more, more positive thoughts about yourself. Because of course, you're also going to have, you know, this inner critic. And this inner critic will will really prevent you will inhibit when will prevent you from um from doing some things that that could you know lead uh, to your success so when we are talking about mindset we have to we are talking about the positives but we are also talking about you know fighting with your inner critic and that's why i really love coaching because coaching is like a mirror maybe not not the coaching itself but sometimes um the coach is like the coach would be holding a mirror because the coach will you know reflect back your thoughts <laughs> so so coaching is all about you know people getting get, getting conscious about their, their thoughts their beliefs their behavior and what kind of effect it has on on their lives and on lives of their uh, of of other people so i i've heard so many times in the coaching you know beliefs like um, let's say when I gain weight, nobody will love me. Like, people have these kind of thoughts, and only during coaching, when they say that to me out loud, and then I am saying that back to them, they're like, oh, Jesus. (laughs) Like, that thought sounds ridiculous. Because somehow... You know, when we have thoughts in our minds, we are not questioning them. Like we we believe them. We we are doing, uh, yeah. We, we just believe them. Like oh, those are all our thoughts, so they have to be true. So just sometimes writing them down or even saying them out loud is really helpful. And then I'm I'm just like I'm as a coach, I'm just like a mirror. I, I'm telling you what you just said. And then you can you can easily point out that, oh, this is like a thinking error, <laughs> like this belief is really holding me back. But only, you know, only when we articulate it, when we point it out, it's it's easier for a person to to notice that this belief is really holding them back. And it's better to uh, to maybe reframe it if it's if it's possible. There, there are some thoughts uh, that people don't wanna wanna change. They they want to sit with the with the discomfort, or maybe they um, they think that that it's okay for them to to somehow you know brew for a while with that thought before they can change it. And I and I totally totally agree. It's not good to like you know jump on a on a deep water and and try to change all of your negative thoughts at once. Like it doesn't work that way you can easily get overwhelmed. Uh, okay so right now I discussed the mindset. So the first component of your journey to food freedom was mindset and the second M is motivation. yes it is coming <laughs> I, I think that you that you could uh, you know guess that motivation is also important part of any change and as we I like to say reasons reap rewards you really need to have strong reasons that are tied to your purpose identity and values because this will make you this will motivate you to act so you need those compelling reasons to actually do something and when i'm talking about motivation i mean sustainable motivation not just occasional surges of it i know that all of us from time to time feel super motivated to do it to do something and then the motivation goes down and usually we do not finish those projects or tasks so i'd prefer you to come up with a way that you can have that sustainable motivation and i think that it's it's not as easy as it sounds you really need to push the right buttons to fight to to find the, the motivation that really works for you. And I know that to build some, some you know, some habits uh, to change your behavior, you don't really need that much motivation. Many people will tell you that all you need is like discipline, which is to some extent is is true, but motivation is a feeling that just feels good, right? So if, if you can create the feeling of motivation, then it's better to, to change your life while being motivated rather than not being motivated and since motivation is a feeling we can create it with our own thoughts so uh, so to create so to achieve that food freedom you need not only mindset but also motivation to just push through that that period that that painful period because definitely um you will feel discouraged to continue your your food freedom journey you will feel discomfort you will want to go back to your disordered eating patterns so I, I totally recognize that 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 you know going through all of that is not is not easy to let go of those behaviors those patterns of behaviors that's why you need you need motivation and i see uh, i see it very often that some people are really low in mot- in motivation that their motivation isn't that that low because uh, isn't that high because they do not perceive their problem as a big problem so let's say that maybe you are just overeating once a week and you don't see changes on the scale Maybe you are occasionally, you know, emotionally overeating and you think like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, this is slightly um, this is slightly inconvenient. This is annoying. But again, you you don't really have motivation, that much motivation to, to change that behavior. And the fascinating thing is that it's all about your perception, because I know people uh, with, for example, bulimia, who think that you know they are managing their behavior just well, just just okay, right? Because they are highly functional. They've been uh, binging and purging for such a long time that they've learned how to do it so that other people don't find out about it. Like those people just learn how to manage their eating be- eating disorders, and they just stop seeing how damaging it is. I think that it's it's true for for many of us. Like. The weight slowly, for example weight gain um, when you when you overeat a little bit now and then, the the scale slowly, slowly creeps up. so so you don't even notice notice those changes but after you know um, maybe a year or two you notice like, oh shit, I, I've gained some weight like how did it happen? Well, because probably you were overeating but at the moment you didn't see it as a problem so you didn't you know do anything about that. And most of us have some kind of like disordered um, eating behaviors because, uh, yeah, we use food in in many different ways—not just to fuel our body, but also, um, but also to to maybe bring some excitement to our life. Maybe it's just it just becomes sometimes a coping mechanism. Like when you are stressed, you are eating. When you are sad, you are taking a tub of ice cream from the freezer, and so on, so on. So. So the motivation must be there for you to get rid of those those behaviors and overcome your struggles with food. And now we are going to go to the third component of your food freedom journey. And the third thing you need that starts with the letter M is methods. Yes, you need to know exactly what you want to do. So for example, if you want to maybe build a house, well, okay, cool, if your mindset is in the right place and if your motivation is high, you can attempt to build a house, I guess. But I don't think that that is going to be super easy for you to do so because building a house requires, you know, some more knowledge how to do it. Uh, and this is a mistake that that also we are making. And this is something that, that I made uh, in the past. So, for example... I was trying to, you know, build my online business and I think that my mindset was in the right place because I just wanted to help people and show them show them the way. I was also very motivated. But again, I was just um, I didn't know that they're like marketing methods so it was really hard for me to actually like years ago uh, to to get any clients because I would be just posting and and there wasn't any like strategy to it so so yeah it was it was pretty hard for me to for me to to build my business business. And hiring business coaches really helped me and they gave me, you know, some, some strategies, some methods, like how should I do it, that I should find a niche, that maybe I should advertise to like ideal client, like those kind of things are, are important. So in your food freedom journey... The methods are also very important. And let me reassure you that there are so many methods, so many tools, so many approaches. So there is an approach for you, but maybe you just haven't found it yet. And there are many uh, things that people are trying. For example, talking therapy, structured eating, maybe going all in, maybe trying mindful eating. Um, um, what else? <laughs> Intuitive eating, like it's good to experiment and really check what is, uh, what, what, which approach really works well for you. And that's why it's also good to work with the professional because they know more strategies and they have more tools in their toolbox and they can help you. Because I, I really believe that maybe for some people with eating disorders, actually structured eating can be helpful. And for others who, who struggle with extreme hunger, maybe going all in, um, and allowing themselves to eat whatever their heart and mind desires is a good idea. So uh, for me, uh, one of the one of the things that one of the methods that that was helpful in my uh, binge eating recovery journey, was discovering mindful eating and i'm not just talking about mindful eating but you know mindful eating has its own components like you know beginner's mind mindfulness self-awareness non-judgmental attitude so within the the method there are you know additional additional tools that that you should um um that uh, there are additional tools that 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 the coach will know and they can help you, they can guide you through through the process. Because uh, for example, let's say that right now you are struggling with binge eating and you discovered that uh, somebody told you that, that journaling is a good way. Okay. But, but, you know, within the journaling realm, we still have a lot of types of journaling. So, okay, what do you do? Like food journal? And what if you start to what if you start using food journal, journal in the wrong way? Instead of assigning maybe thoughts and emotions to to the food um, you are eating, or or by maybe using food journal to also assess your hunger fullness scale, you start using food journaling as a way to punish yourself or to count calories. Um, what what other types of journaling do we have? We we have like a regular journaling. So if you are like journaling about your day, maybe it's not always helpful with like eating disorder recovery or I don't know bullet journals, scrapbooking. This is also I think journaling. Like these are not exactly the methods, um, the tools that you. I mean, you can use them in a in a disordered eating recovery, but. But they are not always helpful if you don't know what what do, what you are doing. So so yeah, I just wanted to point out that having those methods and exactly knowing what how to do things is is pretty important. So to summarize, the three components you need to uh, to really um, achieve maybe food freedom or just you know three three elements that you need every day uh, to keep continue on improving your relationship with food um those are mindset motivation and methods when you have one but you don't have uh, when you have two but you don't have the third one it might be a little bit harder for you so today i would really love you to um i would love you to to you know reflect in which area you are lacking a little bit, and maybe if if you're open to that, you can message me and tell me which one of these components you struggle the most with. I would really love to hear because that also helps me to um, to create better content for you. Because if you if I know that you struggle with motivation, then I could you know create some some podcast episodes or some posts on Instagram about that. So that would be all what I had for you today. And at the end, I just want to mention that today's episode was inspired by the book called Limitless by Jim Quick. Highly, highly recommend if you want to become limitless. (laughs) And I bet that you do. And also those concepts can be applied to, to many different areas of your life. So again, to change, you need change in your mindset motivation and methods thank you so much for listening me today i hope that you will have beautiful rest of your day and um, hopefully see you next time bye if you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram and if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Binge Proof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.